welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. It's great to be back with you today, guys. My name is at William is Bill on Twitter, and we are back with the top 20 NBA rookies in the G League. Last episode, we talked about the top 10 rookies killing it so far in the regular season. You notice there were some names left off that list that were drafted pretty high in the NBA draft. Very sought after guys, guys expected to come in and transform their teams or do something. Um, those guys were not heard about. Here we are to talk about the top 20 rookies in the G League right now. You will hear some of those names. So, you know, we talked about <clears throat> the players excelling in the NBA is mainly because they have the opportunity, whether it's injury or not, they've given that opportunity and they've taken advantage of it. But the guys that were have not been given that opportunity, they're either sitting on the end of the bench or they're balling out in the G League. So we need to hear about those guys, I feel, because they should not just be swept under the rug, believe it or not, because um, just because we don't hear about them doesn't mean they're a bust or anything like that. You hear a lot of chatter on Twitter, Instagram comments, uh, this guy's a bust, and they don't really know what's going on with them, actually, because they're not in the NBA. But in the G League, they're killing it, you know, just as we would expect. Um, you know, just because we they were picked high doesn't mean they're a bust because they're not playing yet. Some guys take a few years. Some guys are ready now and just don't have the opportunity. So let's talk about those guys that deserve a shot. You know, I was going to talk about the top 10 rookies in the G League, but when you really dig into it, there are at least 30 guys, 30 rookies that are killing it right now in the G League. So I had to make the list of top 20, had to cut it off somewhere. We're going to do... 20 to 11 today, next episode, 1 through 10. So uh, as far as G League right now, it's very fluid because each game, these guys' stats change. <clears throat> uh, the most games I've seen a rookie has played right now in the G League is nine, um, and some as few as clearly one. Uh, but when you're playing four and five and six games, if you score 31 game, 20 the next game, your average goes to 25. You know, it changes very quickly. <clears throat> but... You know, some of these guys are not playing because of contracts or coaches worrying about egos of the star players or even bench players that are veterans. When you have a guy in the G League, clearly they can come in and play better than some of the guys on NBA rosters. But good coaches get those guys in the in the game. You see, like, uh, Eric Spolstra, guys like that will get guys in the game. Bad teams, uh, teams worried about stature and all that. They're going to play the veterans, and they're going to end up getting fired. But <laughs> um, normally towards the second half to the end of the first of the season, that's when the rookies and the youngsters really get a chance to start playing. And I think you should keep your eye out on these names from 11 to 20 because they haven't done much in the NBA yet, but I think they will coming up soon. So let's start with 20 to 11 uh, as far as the top 20 rookies in the G League. Number 20, starting with Noah Clowney, the young big man for the Brooklyn Nets. He's like six foot eleven, but really skinny. He was a player that I felt was a little raw, but I love his potential. Uh, got a little Chris Bosch in his game. And he just needs that time to get a little bigger, get more polished. But right now in the G League, Noah Clowney is averaging 16 points, eight boards, and one block per game. Looking very promising, as we would uh, all would hope to expect. Um, before the last game, he was at almost 19 points per game. But like I said, with the games fluctuating, that can drop up and down. So 
give or take 16 to 20 points. Noah County's there. And he just needs the opportunity for the Nets. But really, I think he probably should finish this season out in the G League. Get a little bigger, stronger, polished. But Noah County is a guy to look out for probably next year. Uh, Jordan Walsh uh, for the Boston Celtics is at number 19. He's doing a great job uh, for them. Playing better for their G League squad than he did in college, in my opinion. He was kind of a raw, molded type of player. Um, that's a hustle, do everything type of player, but not a great shooter, not a great scorer, just a very long wingspan and hustle minded. <laughs> but, you know, he's scoring 16 points per game in the G League with eight rebounds, one steal and one block. So that is all you can ask for, for a guy like Jordan Walsh. You just want to hope that he continues to perfect his offensive game. Obviously, the Celtics are loaded with talent, so it would take Maybe Jalen Brown being out for a while. Maybe it might have to take Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum being out for Jordan Walsh to actually get minutes on his team. But what he's doing is promising in the G League. Next, number 18, Terquavion Smith. That's a name that we heard a lot about during the draft process. Many people thought he was a first rounder. Early second rounder at the latest. He went undrafted because this is a guy that gets hot when he gets hot, it's super hot. When he gets cold, it's really cold. So, But the young point guard slash shooting guard from NC State is averaging 21 points and two steals per game with Philadelphia's G League squad. He's shown a lot of those flashes that show why he should have been drafted. And he's pretty much hanging in there. You know, you just want to see him continue to perfect his craft. Philadelphia is not trying to play a rookie like that at the moment. I don't think he will play for Philadelphia. Maybe next year he'll go to a different team, get a shot. Uh, a playoff contender is not looking really for a player like Terquavion Smith uh, because he's kind of a he's kind of a type of player you have on a losing team that you need some buckets. Come in and get some buckets. When you have a championship caliber team, that's not really needed. That's why he hasn't really gotten an opportunity yet for the most part. But I like Terquavion Smith, the G League. That's what that's for. Help him to develop into that type of player. And he definitely can be a Jamal Crawford type of player in the future. Next, we have Jalen Wilson for the Brooklyn Nets. The second Brooklyn Net on the list. He is averaging 18 points, seven and a half boards, and three assists. Jalen Wilson, uh, he's a guy I had as a first rounder. Went late second in the draft. Four-year player out of Kansas, and he was amazing, amazing player. And, uh, you know, that experience that he had in camp, in college, I believe is helping him in the G League, and I believe it's helping him in the NBA. The other day when the Nets felt they wanted to rest their starters, for whatever reason, because they're not that good of a team, that allowed Jalen Wilson to play his first real minutes in the NBA. He played 29 minutes, had 21 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists. This is in a real NBA game. That shows you what he can do. I would like to see him play more for the Nets. I think he will because that showed he can compete. You know, um, he also has had a game where he had eight points, seven points. Uh, so when he gets minutes, he produces. Um, and lo you love to see those rebound numbers. Uh, but Jalen Wilson for the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, that was, and if you play fantasy, that was a huge line that he had. With opportunity, Jalen Wilson can perform for this Brooklyn Nets team. Next, we have at number 16, Ben Shepard for the Indiana Pacers. He's a guy I was high on in the draft process. A lot of people had him 
nowhere near the top 60. When I first saw his film, I said, okay, this guy is a late first, <laughs> early second at the worst. Uh, and he ended up going late first to the Indiana Pacers, which I was surprised they selected him because they have a lot of shooting guards. And that's kind of been the issue with him to not get minutes in the NBA. But in the G League, Ben Shepard is averaging 20 points, six boards, three and a half assists, doing exactly what he did in college. He went to a small school so that hurt his draft stock a little bit. If he was at Duke doing this, he would have been a lottery pick. But, you know, it takes the opportunity. And um, Tyrese Halliburton's hurt right now, but they still have a plethora of shooting guards. So Ben Shepard's probably a player for next year to look out for, possibly with a different team. You know, in his NBA minutes, he's been getting minutes here or there. Um, his career high is eight points. He's done that twice. And, you know, other than that, he's filling in minutes here and there. But that's good. You know, some guys like Noah Clowney, Terquavion Smith, Jordan Walsh, they're getting like no minutes at all. So Jalen Wilson and Ben Shepard have touched the court a little bit. So that's good to see. Number 15, Amari Bailey for the Charlotte Hornets. And he is killing it. Unfortunately, he has not gotten an opportunity for the actual Hornets. He's been killing it for the Greensboro Swarm. And it's, I don't know if it's a good sign or a bad sign. You can read into it what you want. But Melo with Ball has been out most of the season. And that did not open up an opportunity for Amari Bailey to play for the Hornets. You would think it would have. So he, you could tell he's kind of a long way away from getting minutes. Not because of play, though. Because... In the G League, Amari Bailey is averaging 21 points, four boards, four assists, two steals, and one block. Completely filling the stat sheet, playing amazing, doing everything you would want your young rookie guard to do. And he's a second-round pick doing all this. So the opportunity should have presented himself to get some minutes for the Hornets. Clearly, the Hornets are not going anywhere. But now that LaMelo is back, I definitely don't really see a path for him to play. We'll see what happens with Terry Rozier being traded or not. But I still think maybe next year for Amari Bailey. Next, at number 14, we have Keontae Johnson for OKC. He's a guy that was late second-round pick. I thought he should have went undrafted. No knock on him, but it was just 58 other guys I thought was better than him. But he's been playing amazing for OKC. Keontae Johnson averaging 21 points, 7 boards, 2 steals, and 1 block per game. And he got a nice opportunity for OKC the other day. Good hustle player. Didn't have put up great stats, but he showed well in his uh, performance for the OKC Thunder. But for the G League, uh, 21-7, you can't sneeze at that with a second-round pick. He's looking like he belongs. So nice little find for OKC. And if they have an injury or two, you never know. Um, but they're a playoff team, so don't hold your breath on him getting minutes. But it's just something to look out for for Keontae Johnson. He has pleasantly surprised me, so he's number 14. Up next, we have at number 13, Gigi Jackson. That's a guy, if you haven't heard about, you're going too soon. He has recently gotten opportunity for the Memphis Grizzlies. Their whole team is pretty much hurt. Desmond Bain has just been ruled out for six weeks at this point. So they have nobody. <laughs> and Gigi Jackson's last game, he was able to come in and score 20 points in his first real game of the season. Uh, other than that, he played in three games and 13 minutes, 13 minutes, zero minutes. So this was his first game. He played 30, he played 27 minutes. No, excuse me. He played 12 minutes, nine minutes, and two minutes in his other three games. 
This game he played 27 minutes, so it's his first real game. 20 points, six boards, one assist, and one block. That's amazing for the youngest rookie in the NBA to come off basically the street, well, from the G League, and come into the real game and play great uh, and put up numbers that were similar to his G League numbers, which D.G. Jackson is averaging 19 points, eight boards, one steal, and one block per game in the G League. And that, like I said, that translated directly to the NBA. And he is going to be a player that, if you are in fantasy, pick him up right now <laughs> because he's going to continue to get more minutes. And this team has nothing to play for at this point. John Moran is hurt. Desmond Bain is hurt. Steven Adams is hurt. You know, it's so many players that are hurt right now. They have no shot. Um, they basically had no shot when everyone was healthy except Ja. You know, Steven Adams is out for the year. But I'm glad to see Gigi Jackson getting minutes. He never should have fell to the mid-second round anyway. He's going to be able to show off what he can do, and this is going to help the Grizzlies in the future. Gigi Jackson, number 13. He's number 13 because of his stats right now. Not the 13th, like, best future. <laughs> because, I mean, this guy should have been a lottery pick. Next, number 12, Chris Murray for the Portland Trailblazers. He is finally getting some... His, his minutes are finally starting to tick up for Portland. I think they should have been more than what they have been. He's been averaging like 11 minutes per game for the Portland Trailblazers, but that should be at minimum double. He finally was able to reach that peak tonight. Uh, last I checked, he had 13 actual points in 24 minutes, and it was still a quarter left. So, But for the G League, Chris Murray is averaging 19 points, nine boards, one steal, and one block per game. Very mature player, just like his brother. I think he is ready to come in and play for this Blazers team. This team does not really know what they're doing. I don't know if they're tanking on purpose, but they're doing it a little too well. <laughs> they lost by like 60 points the other day. Um, but Chris Murray definitely needs to be getting play, um, played <laughs> and paid probably because the team's going nowhere. They have Jeremy Grant in front of him. And, you know, they're playing guys in the G League as well at the four and the five and undrafted players at the four and the five because everyone's hurt and this team's not ready for winning, but Chris Murray should be in there getting 25 to 30 minutes per game. Considering that, you know, he was a first round selection for them along with Scoot play him. He's, he's shown what he can do. You know, like I said, tonight he had 13 when I last checked, he's had some 10 point games, nine point games, six point games, and putting up numbers in other categories as well. So Chris Murray right now is number 12 on the top 20 G League rookies currently. And number 11, the last one on the list for today, because we're just doing 20 through 11 today, don't want to overload you with all 20 in one episode, is Taylor Hendricks for the Utah Jazz, the ninth pick in the draft. He's averaging 19 points, eight boards, one assist, one steal, and two blocks per game you have to love that a lot of people were wondering where's taylor Hendricks? you know they drafted him i put him on my fantasy team and my dynasty draft he's not playing and i know it's been disappointing but that's because they bought john collins in after the draft and that kind of killed all the momentum for taylor Hendricks because i think taylor Hendricks should have went fifth to the detroit pistons and he would have been a great fit there they went with all-star thompson so Utah was the second best landing spot until they got John Collins. So I don't know if Utah is trying to market John Collins to trade him 
or if they're going to hold on to him. So we're going to have to see. Utah is competing for the playoffs. I don't think they were even trying to, but they are. So if they continue trying to compete, that means Taylor Hendricks stays in the G League. If they sell off their players at the trade deadline, Taylor Hendricks' stock will be going up. And like I said, great player, 19 points and eight boards with two blocks. That should easily translate to the NBA if John Collins is out of there. I don't see John Collins getting benched for Taylor Hendricks because he's playing solid. But if he's moved, then green light right there. You know, um, he hasn't been able to get those minutes, like I said, but his best two games were in December where he had a 12-point game and a 10.7 rebound game. He's had another 10-point game, 8-point game. So when he plays, and this is in limited minutes, he's performing well. We just need to get that consistent rotation for Taylor Hendricks. He's not a bust because you haven't heard of his name all season. He's just been in the G League killing it. So that is 20 through 11 in the top G League rookies thus far. Let me start. Let me say it one more time in case you missed one. But number 20, Noah Clowney. 19, Jordan Walsh. 18, Terquavion Smith. 17, Jalen Wilson. 16, Ben Shepard. 15, Amari Bailey. 14, Keontae Johnson. Not Keontae George, Keontae Johnson. 13, Gigi Jackson, 12, Chris Murray, and 11, Taylor Hendricks. And I have a little surprise for you guys because, like I said, it's a lot of players that could have made this list. So let me give some honorable mentions. I have to say Jed Howard for, uh, for the Magic, averaging 21 points in the G League. Grady Dick is averaging 17 and 6 with two assists. And people, I'm sure people think he's a bust because he was a lottery pick and you haven't heard anything from him. I'm in this field, and I haven't heard much about Grady Dick. But he's doing solid, 17-6 and six in the G League. That's pretty good. Bryce Sensabaugh, 17 points, two steals. Oscar Toshibwe, he was killing it. I thought he was going to be on this top 20 list. But his numbers have dropped down quite a bit. But he was uh, he had a 30-20 and 20 game. He had another 20-20 20 and 20 game with 20-plus 20 points, 20 rebounds. So that's just domination. But right now, he's averaging 14 points and 12 boards and one block. So those numbers have came down, but he's still a rebounding machine. Julian Phillips deserves a, a shout-out, but he's only played two games. Same for Kobe Brown. Kobe Brown had a triple-double recently. He's averaging almost triple-double because he's only played two games. But they deserve a shout-out. Marquise Noel, Colin Castleton are playing good as well. But this goes to show you the rookies are – the talent's still there. It didn't just get zapped away. So – that's why I wanted to give you this uh, little check-in on the rookies that were not mentioned as far as the top ones in the NBA right now. And stay with me next episode. I'll go through one through 10. It's a really fun exercise. And especially if you're in a dynasty league or something and you want to know who should, I should keep an eye out on, here you go. This is what I got for you right here. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Like and subscribe to the All Rookie Podcast. Give me your feedback, who you want to hear about, from, whatever. I'm here for you. Until next time, I'm out of here. Peace.